unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So I packed up, put my clothes in my little pickup truck, and moved to, to Salt Lake City. And I knew I was going to end up homeless. Hey guys, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. It's me, Jackson, and I'm with... Cam. And we have our friend Charles here. And we're going to talk about Charles' conversion story, but as always, I just want to get to know you a little bit more. Before we get into that, Charles, I uh, just want to say welcome to the show. And uh, where are you from? Uh, what, what's got you here today? <laughs> so uh, I, I grew up in Wichita Falls, Texas, a little uh, small town in north central Texas, close to Oklahoma. And I, grew, I was growing up there until about 20 years old. And there came a point in a time in my life where I was like, you know, I don't like living in a small town. Uh, people knew me in town as uh, with low self-esteem, uh, learning disability, uh, living with a mom that was uh, verbally abusive and also passed out drunk every night and wanting me to take care of her. And I didn't want to take care of her because I was like, I can't even take care of myself because of my low self-esteem and and just people in the city knowing my situation. And I just didn't really feel good about living there. And so I just wanted a change. So I, I started looking around the different cities like Anchorage, Portland, Seattle, or Salt Lake because of the scenery, different scenery, mountains and snow. And so I I did a little bit of research and I decided to go to to Salt Lake and I wasn't religious I I grew up as a Southern Baptist so I would have to go to church because a bus would come by every Sunday morning and my mom would say get on the bus and I was like oh okay I'll go to church but I didn't like it at all so as soon as I got a job when I was 16 I, I stopped going to church and so I told my neighbor that I was moving to Salt Lake and he was like, uh-oh. Okay, fine, fine. I'm cool. I'm fine. <laughs> and I was like... The Mormons? That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. He said that. He said, the Mormons. <laughs> and I'm like, what's a Mormon? I'm like, I never heard that word before. So um, I don't remember what he said after that. But I gave uh, some of my family like a three days notice that I was moving. So I packed up put my clothes in my little pickup truck and moved to, to Salt Lake City. And I knew I was gonna end up homeless. Mm -hmm. um, but I felt like that it was the best move that I could do at this time in my life because I needed to change. I needed to get my, uh, trying, trying to get some self-confidence, self-esteem and a new scenery because of the situation that I was growing up in and uh, with my mom and and her situation and her she was mentally ill so and I wasn't uh, mentally ready to take care of her mm -hmm. so I just needed a change I needed to get away so I I moved to Salt Lake I started out homeless I was living in my pickup truck for about two and a half months and I was 20 years old I ran out of money I had a little bit of money saved up so after I ran out out of money, I sold my pickup truck for money, 
and I got a bicycle and and then I really ended up homeless and I didn't like that at all and I didn't like begging for money so after being homeless for one night I found me a place to live and, and plus I had some friends at a mall that I would hang out at uh, that got me a job at, at a mall working at Sbarro's Pizzeria. Sbarro's so, classic mall <laughs> place. Yes. So after working for a couple of years, I was thinking about God and and about religion. And I was thinking, you know, who who is God? Is there a God? If there's a God, you know, I kind of believe that there is one God, mm-hmm. uh, one kingdom. I, I didn't believe that all these churches around the world you know, thousands and tens of thousands of different churches around the world were were all correct because they all had conflict with one another. In history, there's been wars between religions, and I just didn't think God was like that. So, so if there is one God, one kingdom, then there would be more clarity and less confusion and no wars. So, so I didn't really know where to look. But I did start out with Christian because I was I grew up as Christian. So I started to do some research on uh, what church to go to. So I started going to different churches in Salt Lake Valley to, you know, discover what what they teach and stuff. And and I went to one church and this uh, one lady invited me and. To sit with their husband, she was kind of flirting with me. I was like, "This is not what I'm looking for." Talk to the hand. Flirting <laughs> her does not work. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I went to several different churches uh, throughout the months, and I just didn't really feel any answers or any ha-ha moments or or anything special or any answers to my questions. So I was I had a private tutor. He was LDS, and my dad was paying for the tutor mm-hmm. to to help me learn how to read and write when I was a young adult. Mm-hmm. And so we talked a lot about the church. So I decided thinking about, well, maybe I should give the LDS church a try. So uh, right before I decided to go to church, um, Jehovah Witnesses came by to my house, and they talked to me. So that was kind of strange that it happened. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, nice try. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I, I looked in the phone book for the nearest chapel, and I was living near the University of Utah. So I, I found the nearest chapel, and I called the number. This is back in 1994, so no cell phones yet. How did you survive? And I called the number, and the bishop answered, and I said, when's, when's church? And I'm like, he was like, so-and-so time. And, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll be there. So I, I went to church, and uh, I was in, in Sunday school, and I was in the back against a wall. And I was listening attentively to the teacher, what she was teaching. And then all of a sudden, I heard this voice, and this voice said, what they're teaching you is true. I knew that was something unusual, and it really touched my heart because, you know, being a boy that is, you know, lives on minimum wage, 
doesn't have an education, illiterate, um, you know, it's just kind of like an outcast. You know, it really touched my heart that somebody that lives in the presence of God would talk to me. And, and I was I was really touched and, and uh, humbled. And so, uh, so I, I met with the missionaries and uh, went through this discussions and and I was baptized two weeks later in the the basement of the tabernacle which wow. which right now they don't have the mm -hmm. baptismal font there right now anymore they took it away that's special when when I was in the MTC we talked about uh, most spiritual experiences have some sort of an expiration date and what we meant by that was it's it's really difficult to maintain conversion on one experience, right? Like Laman and Lemuel saw the angel and that didn't really seem to change anything with yeah. their attitudes long-term. Yeah. Um, was there anything that you've done since your baptism? What have you done to like maintain that conversion and maintain your testimony? It's been, it's been a struggle. I mean, it has. I've been uh, in a roller coaster ride in the church, but even when I was less active, I still did not go to another church because I knew, I remember that experience that I had when I first went to church and had that spiritual experience. It, it never left me. And, and plus I've had other spiritual experiences that has helped me to reconfirm that this church is true. Sounds like a lot of that was just the little things that we talk about and read your scriptures, pray. Yeah. And uh, what President Hinckley said, that everyone needs a friend in the church, right? Someone yeah. to support you. If you could give advice to those that are in a similar situation and are investigating the church and looking into maybe learning more about the gospel, what would you suggest? Um, my, my testimony has grown stronger than it has ever before in the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. And I think it's mostly because I've, I've stopped, I put away my video games. And, and other things that were distracting and put more time towards studying and researching uh, through YouTube uh, questions to my, uh, try to find answers to my questions. So I started doing that over a year ago and I found a lot of answers you know, through history, gospels, uh, studying through uh, institute teachers who can follow me and uh, and also news and, and other uh, social economical uh, videos and all that research has made my testimony even stronger time is precious so if you there's only a limited time that you can spend your time putting in information in your head mm -hmm. is it negative information or positive and i decided to look for the positive and it's helped me even more with my testimony. You get in what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, you've mentioned this Facebook group that people can look into. The Facebook group is called Universal Equality for Humanity. But it's primarily for people that are the pure parts that want to serve the less fortunate, the poor, the refugees and want to be in a group. Universal equality. And so if that sounds like something that you're interested in, uh, go check it out. Um, again, thanks for coming on.
Uh, if you're investigating the church or thinking about meeting with missionaries, uh, we would highly encourage you to do so. Um, and check out some of our other videos, like and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.